As we listen to the passion narrative, there are so many different things that go through my mind. And as a preacher, I say, well, maybe I should preach on that. Maybe I should preach on that. Maybe I should talk about that. Of course, typically you would choose one and you develop it, but as I just proclaim the passion for all of us, I would like to share some of the thoughts that were running through my head as I continued to encounter the passion. Of course, this isn't the first time I've read the passion, but I think every time you read it, you see something different. You hear something different. You realize something different. One of the things that struck me right at the very beginning, that woman who brought that oil to prepare Jesus, to anoint his body, really foretelling, as the gospel writer said, his burial, Jesus said of her, Amen, I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed to the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. And just think that to this day, we're still talking about this woman who brought the oil to anoint the body of Jesus. Jesus says to the apostles, All of you will have your faith shaken. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be dispersed. You'll have your faith shaken. They're going to have their faith shaken in the midst of the crucifixion. We have our faith shaken at different moments in our life. Even as a priest, sometimes my faith is shaken when I see something happen, some pain that a family undergoes or experiences, challenges my own faith that I have to hold on to what I believe. And so, yes, none of us will be immune from having our faith shaken. The next thing as we were reading uh, that, that really struck me was when Peter denies Jesus, he weeps, he sobs, he realizes that Jesus was right. He realizes how weak he is. So that's a powerful moment, I think, in the gospel as well. Jesus is betrayed by a kiss, the kiss of Judas. I think that's a rich symbol as well. As the priest, I kiss the altar at Mass when I process in. In my mind, I don't know if this is the right theology, but I believe that as I venerate the altar, as I kiss the altar, that that's kind of undoing that blasphemous kiss of Judas. That as a priest, I'm kissing the altar Because as we enter into the Mass, it is a sacrifice. It is Calvary represented again. And so it all began with that kiss of Judas. And so we try to right that wrong of Judas. We make the sign of the cross when we pray the rosary with the crucifix. And I know that I was always taught that you should kiss the crucifix after you do that. Bless yourself with the cross and then kiss Jesus on the crucifix. Maybe that's a nice little practice that we can do during this Holy Week, that we can take a cross, take a crucifix, and kiss it. Kiss it in honor and in love of our Lord Jesus Christ. These are just a few of the things that really, as I read the gospel today, that just came to mind as something worthy of reflection, worthy of my own personal meditation. What we hear today on Palm Sunday, I invite you maybe to go and to find it. Read it in your Bible. Read it in the scriptures. 
The biblical citation for the passion that we just heard is Mark 14, 1 through 15, 47. So begin at chapter 14. Read to the end of Mark's gospel. And see how God stirs your heart. See what Jesus does and see how that affects you. What's something that you want to sit with and dwell on from the passion narrative of this Palm Sunday?